Sunday that I have the chance to sing together um, outside of the hymns that we all sing together. So thank you to all of our song leaders for inviting me to sing that song with you. It's one of my favorites, and we're actually all going to be singing it together at the end of the service for our final hymn. We've heard it enough times now. We should be able to do that. It is a joy to be here with you this morning. It is a joy to be here with those of you I know and with those of you I don't know yet, to share this special time together and to create community in the unique way that we do here in worship at UUCB. This congregation, as dear as it is to so many of us, is really just one community within and alongside many other communities. Think for a moment about those other communities that surround this one, the communities where we live, those communities that exist where we work, where we go shopping and running and walking, the playgrounds where we play, where we go to school. All of those are different communities. And some of us have had the privilege of being able to choose very carefully which of those communities we're part of. We've been able to choose carefully where we live, where our neighborhoods are, perhaps where our children go to school. We've had the privilege to choose where we want to work. And some of us have had less privilege to choose those things. But none of us really gets to control who we're in community with. Think about it. You show up on the first day of school, it's a new school year, and you find out your teachers put you next to the class bully. Not a whole lot you can do about that. Sometimes we have neighbors who move in next to us who aren't terribly thoughtful. And we're all kind of just beholden to whoever happens to be working that day when we show up at the DMV to renew our driver's license. Now, it's, it's fun to play with the friends we have at school, and it can be nice to joke around with our co-workers at work, and there's even sometimes a sort of tragic community created among the line of people waiting to be seen at the DMV. But we have less of a choice about being in those places, don't we? So who do we choose to spend our time with when we're not working, when we're not sleeping, when we're not going to school? How do the people and places and spaces that we choose to be part of shape us and shape the other groups around them? A guy named Ray Oldenburg, you can look him up and read his work, he's well known for asking these kinds of questions about community. And he came up with a theory about what he called third spaces, or third places, excuse me. The idea is that since we spend about a third of our lives sleeping and a third of our lives working, or going to school, the final third of our lives is really interesting because we get to choose where and how and with whom we spend that third of our time. And that makes it really powerful. Now, faith communities like this congregation are third places. So are exercise classes and barber shops, nail salons, coffee shops, 
There are places that we choose to go, perhaps to express ourselves, to relax, to be with other people who like the same food or art or activities that we do. Third places are usually very accessible places. They have regulars, but they welcome newcomers, and they often have a leveling effect. In other words, when you show up at CrossFit, nobody cares if you drove a Mercedes there or if you had to take the bus because your car broke down. It is about growing stronger together. It's not about status. Now, it seemed important that I preach about this congregation's role as a third place today when so many of our members and friends are down in Albany and Berkeley at the Solano Stroll. On this day, every year, lots of third places throw a big block party on Solano Avenue. There's food and a parade, and it's a lot of fun. If you haven't been there, it's, it's quite fun. And for the last few years, members of our congregation have gone down together and set up a booth and tried to get the word out about who we are and what we have to offer as a congregation. Now, there's a lot I could say about religious community as a third place, about the importance of recognizing our power as a community that people become part of, not because they have to, but because they want to. I could tell you all about how church attendance across the country is shrinking while participation in other third places is rising. And I could tell you all about why I think that is. But what I really want you to take away today more than anything else is this. You do not have to choose between UUCB and your other communities. The light of love The power of justice, the support of community is available in many places. What I want most for all of you is to fully embrace and participate in all of the communities that give you support and inspiration and fullness of life. It's a good thing for all of us to be part of lots of different communities, to meet our needs and grow our friendships and our connections broadly as well as deeply. As the great 20th century Unitarian ethicist and theologian James Luther Adams taught, the idea that any group holds a monopoly on the spirit of love is preposterous and idolatrous. In other words, our congregation isn't in competition with other third places. We are co-creating a more loving, more just, more welcoming community together with other third places. There will be mornings when you can't make it to church because your old roommate from college is in town and Sunday morning was the only time she could get together with you. There will be weekends when you're so exhausted from an intense week at work and schlepping the kids to and from their many Saturday activities that you need to stay home in bed. There will be times when you have to miss church because of a soccer or baseball or field hockey game or a scouting trip. Now, as your minister, of course, I want to see you here. Don't get me wrong. But also, as your minister, I trust you. I trust that you know yourself, 
And I trust that you know what you need far better than I do. And I celebrate whatever decisions you make that help you to be the best whole person and member of many communities that you can be. As members of a wider community that's made up of networks and smaller communities, may we remember how much of a privilege it is to be together, not because we have to be, but because we have chosen to be. In a faith that has long proclaimed the holy in the ordinary, the sacred in the secular, let us remember to shine the light of our free faith everywhere, like sunshine, taking it with us into all the communities we're part of, so that all might know that they are welcome here in the fullness of who they are. Amen.